Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of the Nintendo News Report for Wednesday, January 31st, 2018. Uh, I'm your host, Donald Terriel. I had to step in tonight because I think Alex is at the Celtics game. I'm not 100% positive, but he, he uh, could not join us this evening. And on this day of Nintendo making all of the money, uh, I brought on a couple, a couple of experts in all of the money. First is the owner of Nintendo World Report, Neil Ronahan. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Neil celebrating a, a milestone tonight, uh, or the end of an era, de- depending, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, in the future. And also joined by the man who spent all of the money on Nintendo things over the years, uh, the King Nintendo fan himself, Justin Berube. Hey, what's up, guys? Exciting news today. Yeah, um, I, I mean, the financials we knew about, uh, this other stuff, which is really just like, here's a thing and nothing else. But I didn't expect those kind of things that I guess I should have, because th- sometimes this happens, sometimes it doesn't, where they drop some news in the, the financials. Yeah, like, I mean, before we've gotten things like the new 2DS XL, um, I think about this time in 2014 is when they started talking about quality of life. Yeah. Or- for various failure related reasons if i can be so if i can be so blunt well, yeah. that, that might still be happening yeah i mean they've never they haven't put the kibosh in quality of life i actually thought before labo was revealed that that could have been a quality of life thing um i think there's there's some quote from i want to say last summer some financial briefing where someone asked about it and they're like we're still doing r&d um like quality. I mean, it's Nintendo. Nothing ever truly dies. I mean, Project Giant Robot, which was a Miyamoto abomination on Wii U at an E3, came back as the Labo robot. So, Star Fox Two lived. Yeah, yeah. Star <laughs> Fox Two was dead for twenty years. Is back. Is pretty cool. And now, and now it's on something that sold four million copies. Yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, not really a surprise. I guess it's a surprise that they had enough Super Nintendo classics to actually have four million sold. Hey, I mean, I'm st- we're, I'm still seeing people taking pictures of. Holy crap! There's Super Nintendo classics on the shelves in this Target. I yeah, I saw one at a Target, and I was with a couple people. I'm just like, should we buy it? Like, what do we do? Like, I haven't seen one of these in the wild yet. Um, and the people with me were like, who cares? I'm like, I guess I guess I shouldn't. I already have one. Like, <laughs> yeah. And y'all, it sounds like y'all don't care, but that's what the NES Classic's for when it comes yeah. back. But yep. But there were three... So Nintendo, in addition to releasing their earnings earlier today, they had a what they call a strategy meeting earlier tonight. And there were three big announcements that came out of that. The first one, probably the biggest one as far as Nintendo's concerned, Mario Kart Tour for mobile devices... Literally, all we know is the name, the logo, and it's going to be out before the end of the next fiscal year. So by March thirty first, twenty nineteen. That's and a that's a big range. Yeah. That, so remember, yeah, it, initially with the mobile games, it seemed like they were going to do them at a faster clip. Because what was it? It was Mitomo, Animal Crossing, and Fire Emblem were supposed to be out like within a year. And then we've basically, I guess what, we got Miitomo in 2015. No, that was like early 20, it was early 2016. Early early 2016. It was the announcement for the mobile games was 2015. Yeah. So we got Miitomo and Mario Run in 2017. We got Fire Emblem and 
Fire Emblem at the yeah. beginning of 2017, and then Animal Crossing at the end of 2017. Is Mario Kart the only one that we officially know of that's on tap for this year? Uh, wasn't there also this- strong rumors for a Zelda? I do, yeah. That's why I said officially. Like okay. I do, I do remember hearing the Zelda rumors. I want to say they came out of the Wall Street Journal a couple months ago. Uh, but like, there's no other mobile games on the table outside of Mario Kart, right? Right. There so. are like, they're sort of like they're ramping up with uh, they're ramping up for the anniversary with Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, Pocket Camp is still getting a lot of content. They talked about yeah. how its audience is about three quarters female. Yeah, almost. 80%. Yeah, that was a. I mean, like, I, I actually I saw that stat and I I I said to my wife that makes sense, and then she questioned why, and then I had to explain myself, which was that I mean, Animal Crossing over the years has become a very female-driven game, like, yeah. So so seeing seeing the fact that it's over seventy-five percent of the Pocket Camp players are female, like that that adds up. That makes sense. Yeah, not surprising to me at all. Uh, I wish the, the uh, app or game, whatever they want to call it was a bit better but i'm glad people are out there enjoying it we talked about this when we were talking about our top five last week when we brought up fire Emblem heroes i've been wanting to try to get back into a nintendo mobile game i just i haven't yet no, uh, mario I have, I have a niece who likes mario run that's basically my only interaction with nintendo mobile games right now yeah i think mario runs the best in my opinion of all of them i know donald would disagree with fire emblem but mm. oh I think- uh I, yeah, the that Pokemon part of my lizard brain works way too well with Fire Emblem Heroes, and it's also why I'm glad Pokemon will never adopt this format. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think if I if I had to rank the mobile games, I would probably I would put Fire Emblem Heroes one, uh, Mario Run two, then Pocket Camp three, and then the Dead Game four. <laughs> <laughs> Ripping Potato but, Mutomo, which we don't yeah, care enough I to mean, reset for. What would Mario Kart Tour as a mobile game be? like? Yeah, that's what I'm really curious about. Am I going to have to pay $20 in microtransactions for a blue shell? Someone, or someone a horn to get away D- from the blue? D. Brezzi said Subway Surfer Mario Kart, which I didn't know that Subway Surfer... Uh, so so I have, I have a, a couple nieces. Um, I think they're 11 and 8 but they started playing this mobile game called subway surfer and someone in the chat just brought it up. I didn't know it was that popular of a game. Um, at least popular enough that another human being is commenting on that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, subway surfer is just a, uh, an endless runner, but like, would that be Mario Kart? Would it just be an endless running uh, an endless runner Mario Kart game? Like, I don't think it would be that. I mean, I think there's going to have to be some sort of interaction between players in this because a huge part of Mario Kart is the multiplayer. So I'm wondering yeah. if this is going to be like you race against ghosts in some way and maybe some weird twisted Mario Kart, maybe like a top-down thing, or maybe, I don't know. I, maybe it's like more of like a racing board game or something that you come back to. Maybe I should have checked I've been more wanting, with... I've been uh, wanting them. Go on. I was going to say I should have. I probably should have checked with uh, local racing expert and uh, EGM, former EGM editor Greg Seward to see how they do racing games on mobile because Mario Kart could be pretty pretty interesting if they did it just like a sort of like in the Fire Emblem Heroes mold where instead of gotcha for heroes, you're doing gotcha for kart parts. Ooh, that makes <laughs> that would make sense. That would Pay make a lot of money. Tires. I mean, maybe this will be the return of Double Dash in a way. 
I'd be, gotcha I'd be for the extra characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do some fun stuff with characters in a uh, in Mario Kart Tour, I guess. But yeah, I mean that it exists. We it'll be out within a year. It's kind of cool. Well, like I'll check it out. I'll do my customary play it like every day for two weeks and then drop it like a bad habit. That's that's what I do with every Nintendo mobile game. You got to earn those uh, awesome My Nintendo coins while you're at yeah, it. Yeah, for to use to unlock to avoid using in-app purchases in those games, I'll just get my My Nintendo coins. Which reminds uh, me, I got to check mine tonight. Some are probably expiring. What will <laughs> I get? You get the you get all the Switch rewards like crickets in uh, desktop wallpapers that they used to give away for free. I like the joke about how by the time they add Switch rewards to my Nintendo, any any my Nintendo coins that you got from the Switch launch will be expired. Yeah, I don't think that's a joke. I think that's an actual yeah. threat. Unless they're yeah, because because they have they have a month to, to figure stuff well, out. I, I think that the coins expire at the end of the month, in which one year uh, after okay, they were okay, so the old coins. Months. So yeah, and I mean, I could see them doing something for the anniversary, but. They really need to bleep or get off the pot already. Like, I'm yeah. just, e- even if they threw like a thirty percent discount at Flip Wars, which let's face it, that game could probably use a permanent price drop as opposed to a my Nintendo one. But at least then it would be feel like it would be something, and that it wouldn't just have that stupid coming soon on the my Nintendo page for Switch Wars. <laughs> uh, Either that or well, just I mean, do or themes. Uh, if if we're talking about bleeping and get offing the pot, then uh. Then maybe Nintendo Switch Online coming in September will shed some light on things because that was there was another thing revealed in a in this strategy meeting was the fact that Nintendo Switch Online, a thing that mistakenly was listed as 2019 in Nintendo uh, on a Nintendo website recently, um, is is due out this fall. Yeah, so yeah. coming coming yeah. in September. <laughs> um, what form it will take, they will announce at a later date. I'm guessing that date uh, will probably be sometime the second week of June in Los Angeles. Or maybe is I'm that really an E3 thing? Is uh, that, is that, that big of a deal? Is it this the kind of thing that, that they're going right. to like want to like roll out at like the end of May in a direct mini and just be like, there's 20 bucks and voice chat. There's games. I think some details might be at E3, and maybe not all of them, because my guess, and I know, Neil, you're not on board with this. You always, you're like, it's not happening, dude. Smash Brothers, September, launch with this. Give it a, give it an instant okay. boost. Okay, if we're, if you're calling me out on Smash Brothers. <laughs> here's, here's I my logic. Not- here's my logic with Smash Brothers is Did that, you- um, the only way that Smash Brothers is coming anytime soon is if it is a straight up raw port, Smash Smash Four, on Switch. That's the only the only way on God's green earth that that game is coming out to Switch in 2018 is if it is a pretty quick and dirty port. And by quick and dirty, I mean it'll probably still take a lot of time because think about all the variables in Smash Brothers games. Mm-hmm. Think about testing that, like. Yeah, if you add a new DLC character, that requires testing that with every item on every stage with every character combination. Like, there's there's a lot to QA with Smash Brothers games. It takes time. That's probably part of the reason why the DLC characters took a while to come out in between packs and stuff. Because there's you have to design, and then you have to test. So, if they port Smash Brothers to Switch, and it's just like, 
if it's even just the Wii U and 3DS stages combined, that's going to take a lot of time to test. Um, and if Smash Brothers 4 Deluxe, or whatever you'd call it, Smash Brothers for Switch, um, if that's what it is coming out in 2018, like, I think I'd be excited for it. I mean, like, let's, Smash Brothers, I'd get it, but I don't know if I even really want a Smash Brothers game that is just a raw port of this the, the Wii U 3DS version. That doesn't really seem that exciting at all. Uh, unless it I think the only way I'd really get into it is if it had all of the content from both of the existing versions because it's a both a portable game and a home console game. So you have you have the the balloon fight stage which I love to troll people with. You also have the you know the full you know all the stages that are Wii U exclusive. Yeah, well I know that would take a lot of time to to do. So my whole theory is that what would happen is they'd release the game and it would have the content from everything. It may be a few new characters, not that many. And then you can go into the long-term goal of continually selling DLC because Smash Brothers fans are nuts, I know. And they will buy that DLC every time it comes out, as long as it's supported. So this could be like a long-term project that just gets out the door this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously they they did the DLC strategy with Smash for Wii U and 3DS, and I I'm pretty sure that did very well, um, or at least as as well as you could on Wii U. Yeah. Um, my thing was it's like it it's just like is that is that all we're gonna get for Smash Brothers from here on out? Because I, I don't know. Well, my I, question to you now, I, Neil, is what more do you want from Smash Brothers? Do they have to rebuild the game from scratch every system? Because that be, with all the real exciting. Like, think about think about the reveal of Mega Man, man. Think about think about the reveal of Wii, Wii Fit Trainer. But but I when mean, it's already when it's an append on a game that already exists, like I'm then uh, it just becomes a Frankenstein's monster of a game as opposed to like a unique new experience. Like I don't want to have to deal with the crappy smash board game nonsense that was in Wii U. Like, I guess, I guess smash I on switch would be all right, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like if you remove that surprise and shock and awe from smash brothers, like the, the magnitude of melee and brawl and, and smash on Wii U and 3ds, then you lose a lot of what makes those games as magical. If it's just kind of like, oh yeah, it's all the trophies that were there before, and like the stickers and the stages, yeah, you, you already saw them all. There's really nothing new to explore. All right. Well, so what if they redid everything except for the actual existing characters already? Would would that be more surprising to you? Like they just kept the code for those characters and maybe balanced it a little better. If they had, if they had like a wealth of new stages and new characters and stuff and new modes, that would be cool. That game's okay. also coming out in 2018. All right. Yeah. I mean, like I, I will concede that <laughs> there is a possibility that a quick and dirty port could come out in in, in 2018. That's just not as exciting to me. Yeah. So and I will. I, I think will I hope for something more exciting than a port of Smash Brothers. I mean. Let's think about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That came and it was just that, like, here's, like, every character except for two. Well, I guess to bring this back on topic, uh, what 
do you, I think this uh, online system needs some sort of killer app to go with it to get people to buy it right away. So what do you think that could be? Something new. Okay. <laughs> something like like a completely new franchise or like I, I, your... just something new like. Uh, F Zero GTA with GTA Online style. Well, I mean, of course, of course, that's what I want. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, my thing with it is that, like, you know, what's really cool and exciting, like Splatoon when it was brand new, mm-hmm. that was something new and fresh. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of what like we as Nintendo fans seem to always demand is like we're just like I just want the thing that was there before. I and what did we learn from last year that like Mario and Odyssey and breath of the wild were both wildly exciting games because they were wholly new experiences and like, yeah, ports have a place and I don't think tropical freeze and Hyrule warriors are really taking away from the switch library at all. I think if anything, they're adding to it, but those games aren't the games that are going to get me super hyped. What's going to get me more hyped is, you know, the, the potential for that new fire emblem on switch, a brand new animal crossing, a, maybe a brand new smash brothers game in two to three years. Like that's, that's what would be way more exciting than just ports or slight upgrades. Okay. Um, and, and someone, someone, someone called out in the chat that me, me, uh, knocking Mario Kart 8 deluxe for having the characters unlocked, but they said that it added a battle mode and that's a fair point. The battle mode in Mario Kart 8 deluxe is awesome. And you did but, have to unlock one character. Yeah, yeah, that's but was there one? <laughs> I thought there were two. I think you had to unlock Gold Mario or okay. something. But like, mm-hmm. it was kind of fun playing Mario Kart Eight the first time and being like, "Oh, it's another Koopaling!" Like, and then on Deluxe, it's just like, "Oh, everything's unlocked already." I, I mean, it just mm-hmm. it ruins a little bit of the surprise when all that stuff is already there. Yeah, and that discovery I, is I, a is a big part of games. I think if they don't have Animal Crossing or something of that online magnitude ready for this thing then i really have to wonder if they are actually going to put online pay behind the paywall because or online play behind the paywall i should say because at this point we've got a mario kart we've got arms we've got splatoon we've got minecraft and we've got (laughs) and we've got a lot of other online focused games Pokemon tournament for the serious fighters in the crowd and possibly a port of smash brothers down the road at what point do you already have all of the online experiences without having to pay for it? And I then mean, 20 right, bucks right. now? Right now you have that. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, can they afford, like, would, would they have adoption for this if you're going to, if they have, if they suddenly decide to backport it into the system? I don't think so. It would just kill the, it would just kill the long term viability of those yeah. games. And yeah, I mean, I mean, they'd have to have something more attractive to Nintendo Switch Online to to justify the twenty dollars a month to have online behind a paywall. I mean, if you think the only other well, company, that, oh yeah, twenty twenty dollars a year, my bad. Um, the only other system that did something like this is the original Xbox, but that was different because there wasn't online multiplayer before Xbox Live. It was an entirely brand new concept for the system, um, and even. Um, PlayStation Plus, like that existed on PS3 as a thing where you just got like free games and discounts. And then on PS4 was when they made the switch to having online be behind a paywall. Yeah. They, they, the PS4, the PlayStation 4 will be $3.99. Yay. And by the way, you have to pay for online now. Yay. Yeah. That look, was just easy. Thinking about this, yeah, just thinking about this is 
making me realize how arms will pretty much die for anybody who doesn't pay for online. Yeah. Yep. Which is crazy. Like there's without online that game is virtually destroyed. So I have I have something that I want to bring up, but I wanna call up call out two comments in the chat that made me chuckle. Uh Ms. One K three saying that uh Nintendo Switch Online should add a cardboard headset for voice chat. <laughs> and then okay, JCW okay. saying uh that they could add a cardboard microphone that uses HD rumble to detect sound vibrations. Which I think that's actually a Labo peripheral. <laughs> yeah, and and Joe and Joe Munger also brings up the point of classic games, that's, which that's what I was building towards. <laughs> yeah, um, because no, it, with classic games, I mean like... that's that's what you do. You have classic games be behind the paywall. Like, look at the classic things. Like they sold four million Super Nintendos, and that was impossible to find. So what if the online service launches with Smash Brothers Melee online? That's brilliant. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I could see I could see that working as a as a stick to get people in, but Mm, I, I, um, well, I'm probably going to buy this because September happens to be when my PlayStation Plus expires and I become a uh, <laughs> subscription service free agent. So tw $20 USD or $30 Canadian or 25 honestly, by the time you, by the time September rolls around, that seems more palatable for me than 70 which is what Sony charges here. And, yep. and at that point, like three months, like three discounted games, that probably pays for itself. But my 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 conspiracy theory, though, with like classic games on Switch, and we'll talk about this more once we get to the financial portion of this, is that Nintendo will add games to the Switch as the Switch sales pass the system. So at so yeah, about E three time, we'll be ready for GameCube games. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say they're adding Wii U games with Hyrule Warriors and Tokyo Country Tropical Freeze and Bayonetta, two, Bayonetta one and two, yeah. Mario Kart. We already had that. I like I like your theory that yeah, as as so like it'll take a long time for us to get Wii ports on Switch, just um, a bit. Yeah, but GameCube games will come within the year. But no, I mean I I think it would be interesting because we do. I mean, with the initial Nintendo Switch Online thing, which I think. Falling back on what they've said in the past on Nintendo Switch Online is a little bit of a fallacy because I think um, they basically went dark on what Nintendo Switch Online was going to be, like, what, last summer? Like, basically, Splatoon 2 came out, and they're like, ah, oh, it got delayed, by the way. Um, I think they might have taken it back to formula. Like, Probably saw the reviews for that Nintendo Switch Online app. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that was that was hopefully a wake up call because that thing was that thing is trash. They made the it a little app. better. They, they made it a little bit better, and that app is still garbage. I I haven't booted that app since October. I'm tempted to just delete it from my phone at this point. Cherry Goblin says. Cherry Goblin said, "Isn't Arms Online already dead?" Surprisingly, not really. Um, the party crash things have been kind of active. Like I've. I've actually hopped into a couple arms online games and like people are there. It's a lot of people that are really good at it, but arms, the arms community might not be as deep as a Mario Kart eight deluxe or a Splatoon two, but it is still present. 
Yeah, I just wish they'd unlock all the arms from the start because it gives they, people a huge advantage. They just did that in an update. But, but only for tournament mode, not uh, okay. online, I think. So okay, like, if you you're can't go online tournament. in tournament mode? Okay. Yeah, I don't think you can. I thought yeah. that was a neat addition, though. Yeah, it is cool yeah, that they did that, that because act- trying to unlock everything is torture, and I can't imagine people trying to make tournaments yeah. out of that game and everybody having to bring their own switches and yeah. files. Yeah, I, I, I might actually try that because there's some arms that I wanted to try, but I could not be arsed to go through the, the motions of having to unlock them. So yeah. make some tournaments. I got two. I got I got the Joy-Con and the Pro Controller. I'm set. So yeah, so uh, some Nintendo Switch Online, um, it it it's gonna happen somehow. I like I I don't even really know what to expect with it at this point because, like, I hope that they rethought it, but because from from the very origins of it, it was um, you'll get like a free game for a month, and <laughs> that'll be that, and then they rephrase that that you'll have the game as long as you're subscribed to the service, which like, that's a step forward Um, with that. I mean, with the fact that that's what changed over the first couple months of the switch, who knows what Nintendo switch online is now. I'm very curious to see what it winds up being. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. They need some kind of game. It is indeed putting online behind a paywall. They need a killer app to, to sell that. And they can't rely on past games that they are now putting behind a paywall. You, I just, I just thought of this because they had that slide in the strategy meeting, which showed like all the expansion passes and all the fr- like free content for stuff like Arms and Splatoon Two. If that, pa- like, if you paid twenty bucks a year and you got all of the expan, like, you got expansion passes like three months after they go on sale, for like as part of your subscription. That suddenly becomes worth it, at least. Or even, or even if they were to do like maybe, um, I don't know, or like have a divide it. If they if they did not put it online, it, I mean something like maybe an arms season two of content could be behind the paywall. I don't know. Now that seems dumb. Yeah, because the the pro the key problem I think with with Switch Online, although people will probably throw a, the perfect counter example at me here, um, is Pokemon. Going to be behind the paywall when it comes to Switch. Maybe that's the killer. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, am I going to roll Pokemon Bank into that now? I because I really would not mind that, and I got to re up in a couple of months. I don't think Pokemon Bank would be rolled into that. You know, I'm, I'm just in general, I'm really excited for holiday 2018. Yeah, what I'm the very... hell is that going to be? I don't <laughs> like, know. I mean, like, I'll be honest. It's... I mean, the first half of the year isn't terrible for Switch owners, but as somebody who had Wii U, it's not really yeah. that, right? And someone I, who doesn't like Bayonetta and isn't, I don't know, it's not not the best six months for me personally, so I really want to know mm-hmm. what I have to look forward to the second half of this year. I think I think the first half of, of 2018 is like good, not great, depending on I mean, yeah. depending on what, what you want out of the system. I think, I think the indie lineup is hot fire but as far as from a Nintendo only perspective, it's a lot of ports, and like that's fine. It just it, that's why it's good, not great. And they basically had nine months of great. Uh, so, so, far. 
So worst comes to worst, t- first half of 2018, you actually finished Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and Xenoblade 2. <laughs> maybe, and Fire yeah, yeah. I'm 15 hours into Xenoblade 2. Maybe I'll actually finish it while I'm waiting. No, no. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get Dragon Quest Builders. I'm going to get Bayonetta 2. Um, I'll play a couple hours of those. Uh, hopefully, I'll beat Kirby because that probably won't be super long. Um, then Mario Tennis, I'll probably play a bunch of that. Uh, I'll I'll get Hyrule Warriors, play a couple hours of that, and then feel bad that I never really play that much of Fire Emblem Warriors, and then go back and maybe play a little bit of that, but not finish that. And then I'll probably get Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, play about half of that, and then I'll get Dark Souls and like get stuck early on and then stop playing that. That's that'll probably be my first half of the year. Hope you stream all of this. Neil plays that. <laughs> Sweet games done slow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going for the fifty percent speedrun record. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna try to get to 50 percent completion and then just stop. Like, don't you want to know the end of the story? Tell YouTube the ending. Is there, uh, is there a wiki? Just, is I'll there a wiki just... that I can just find out what happens to Link? Just tell me. <laughs> Neil, you just need funky mode for everything. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, no. What what need is the assist mode and Celeste for everything. But we'll talk that, about Celeste more at the end of the show. Um, is that is that so, it for the for the strategy meeting? I think. Oh no, no, we didn't uh, even get no. to. Uh, yeah, one go one on. bigger story. Although uh, we still don't have a production date, let alone a release date. Uh, the oft rumored Mario Illumination Pictures movie is finally official from Nintendo. Uh, they are working with uh, the man what brought you such things as Despicable Me and the Minions. Despite that, this actually might be interesting because Miyamoto is also a producer on it. I I think this is I think this is a high probability of being a really good movie. I'm excited for it. I don't know what to expect out of it. Is Mario going to be talking, or is he just going to be woo yeah woo? And then like it's more of like Luigi talks or something. I don't know what's going to be happening here because in the Mario TV show, the Mario Brothers talked a lot, but since then they don't say as much. I think the most, I think the longest phrase I've heard from Mario in the last twenty years is "That's just so nice." I think Martin A. If Martin A. doesn't voice Mario in this movie, it's it's a travesty. He better, but I also want a cameo from John Leguizamo somewhere. I, I think that would be a good get. Like maybe they like run into just like a regular plumber, and John Leguizamo voices him. Yeah, it could kind of look like him from like the old Mario movie just as like yeah. a quick cameo thing and they call him like uh, Mr. Mr. Segale or something I don't know <laughs> uh, like I, I mean I know that people like the, to rip on the minions and everything but from and not that I'm I'm not really quite the animation expert with all this stuff but like some of those despicable movie movies are, are pretty good like I mean maybe it's not Pixar or anything but I think that they can give us a a fine Mario movie. But yeah, I think if Martin A's not in it, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I mean, with Nintendo's involvement, I think they would probably lean on Martin A for this. But if Nintendo, like if, well, it, it'll basically come down to if Nintendo is truly running the show on this, then yes, they get Martin A. If not, we get a moderately moderately known voice actor or or a b lit a a minus list hollywood star ryan reynolds R- R- yeah i was just gonna say R- ryan reynolds will just 
voice Mario. No, they'll just have a sidekick character that does all the talking, like in the RPGs. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was gonna say, like, following how like a lot of these these similar movies go, and just like the style of it, like Mario and Luigi will wind up in a world or something, or like some kid will wind up in a world and meet Mario and Luigi, or there will be like some Starfy character. I don't know, Cappy. Yeah, Cappy. Cappy will just be like, I'm gonna talk now. And he talks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, I hear DeVito's available. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, I'm encouraged for this. And and as I as I pointed out on Twitter before the show, um, I'm about to have a child. So I'm pretty stoked that likely by the time this comes out, I will be able to just watch this Mario movie all the time with my child because they will likely be of the age where they just pick a movie and watch it over and over and over and over again. Okay, so in the something chat, to look forward to. I'm gonna know. I will likely know the words of this movie inside and out. Your ticket stub uh, will be an amiibo. <laughs> and hope, I hope you got that box of cereal, man. Meanwhile, in the chat room, they're trying to assign the stars of Jumanji to this movie. Uh, we have Dale suggesting Will Ferrell or The Rock. And meanwhile, Nicholas Jason Cage. Nicholas yeah. Well, at that point, they don't even need to hire anybody because apparently you can procedurally generate Nicolas Cage voices or faces. <laughs> I want Waluigi in this. Nicolas Cage. Oh, that, 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 would be, that would be the greatest troll in history. The entire movie, it's basically my dinner with Andre, shot for shot remake with Wario and Waluigi. You stole it from Saren. <laughs> I, it's I, a good joke, but I'm just saying, I'm calling it out. It, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, my dinner with Wah! <laughs> now, a Wario and Waluigi movie like aimed at adults would be fun too. <laughs> Just, give it to <laughs> Seth Rogen. It could be like Sausage Party. <laughs> it'll, that'll never happen. But I would, I would watch that movie. <laughs> Wario and Waluigi make an AO rated game. Yeah, it's like War Wario and Waluigi go to White Castle. It's Wario's brilliant idea in the WarioWare universe. Wario and Waluigi escape from Guantanamo Bay. I do love that, like, the Harold and Kumar movies made that as a sequel, and somehow, like, that existed, and it was a movie that came out. <laughs> anyway, we, we should probably move on if we're getting down to Harold and Kumar. Uh, Basic. So the big, the biggest story, the thing that I got up at four thirty in the morning for, and missed my alarm by two and a half, by an hour and a half. Nintendo released their third, their financial record, financial earnings for the third quarter, and oh my god, they're making all the money. <laughs> Nintendo like profits are back. Uh, I, do we need to run over the numbers real quick before we go into what this exactly means? Sure. Yeah. Okay. On some of the bigger ones, at least. Yeah. Uh, let. So we'll we'll do the financial ones first. Uh, uh, Nintendo had to raise their guidance for once because, well, um, they have um, they've made a lot of money. As in, they have made in the not since April first, their profit is about one point eight billion dollars U.S. Hundred ninety four billion yen in net in net income. At current rates, and their sales are almost in the trillion yen. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Uh, 
let's see, mobile revenue, 29.1 billion yen, so about 267 million. Uh, Pokemon Go or Pokemon Company revenue, about 154 million, which we'll t- for reasons we'll talk about. And download sales, even though it's like 6% of sales, it's still like $396 million from just the <laughs> eShop. And in hardware news, as the title of the show says, we are on to the GameCube. The Switch has officially outshipped the Wii U. That's It's still bonkers to me. It, like, less than a year. And they, I don't they, know what's they, more surprising, the fact that it outsold it so quickly, or how bad did Wii U do? I mean, Wii U did really bad. It's yeah. something that I, I keep on, I still talk to people every now and then who are just like, it didn't do that bad. I'm like, no, like, the, that was a colossal failure. The I only... The only reason it even limped to 13 million is because Nintendo was like, we have no other option. We have to support it for four years. Like, this is it. Like, we can't, we have nothing else right now. Yeah, we can't lose confidence in our products. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it worked out. Clearly, it was a good play because the Switch is doing very well. Um, Now, if they rushed the Switch out, maybe it wouldn't have done as well. Yeah. Well, it, it helped that they had some really strong selling games there, but they, they would say in the strategy meeting, they've actually sold through to consumers of 13 million switches. But I think at this point we can assume that there were a lot of Wii U's of those, of that third of the 13.6 that they shipped for the Wii U. I'm guessing a good number of those got sent back to Nintendo for refurbishing. That's in like November, 2016, when you couldn't find a Nintendo system on the shelves for love or money. Yeah, I, I definitely saw a Wii U in a Toys R Us on the shelf for several months throughout the holidays. <laughs> this year? Poor Wii U. Uh, 2017? Right, right before. Yeah, in the beginning of 2017, I saw it. it. I was there 2016 holiday, still collecting dust on the shelf in January, and I don't Poor know. Fe- Poor fella. I know. I wanted to give it a good home, but the price <laughs> didn't get low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so at this, so yeah. At, at the, so the next target then becomes the GameCube, about twenty-one million, according to Nintendo's numbers, which at their current pace they'll probably hit by E3. Based yeah. On yeah. How, that could, that, how that it's could sold. that could happen. Well, I mean, I don't think they're gonna. I think their pace is kind of not sustainable, and I say that, not really believing that they were gonna pass the Wii U this quickly. So who knows. But like, I think that the Switch will still sell very well, but it's not going to be at the same pace as it did for the last year. Um, the holiday, the holiday, it should kill again. But I just yeah. think from like January to June, like I, well, the lineup I, isn't as strong. I mean, I, I guess I'll just I, I will I will put my funny money on. I don't think it will pass the GameCube until after E three. So, so, so basically, so basically by, it will sell about, it'll sell like 6 million instead of 7 or 8 million between now and E3. Unless, unless Labo completely, you know, takes over the world. Yeah. Which, yeah. And that's the X factor. That could happen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, th- I, and also, I think if, uh, if, if, what is it? it Labo? Is it Labo? It's, Lab- the right? it's Labo. That's how they okay. pronounce it in the Nintendo Power. Podcast. Okay, that's, that. that's actually yeah. That's that's what I <laughs> what I used as my reference point too. Um, so Labo, I think if Labo takes off, uh, Nintendo will just 
be sold out of stuff and things won't sell as well um, until they make more, which I guess is cardboard. <laughs> Hopefully that shouldn't take too long to produce. Yeah. And in switch in switch software news, um, I think this might be the, actually the most shocking number of the day here. Super Mario Odyssey through December 31st, 9 million units shipped. Woohoo! Damn. So that means if, if we're talking about like when when certain things are going to pass other things in the same same genre or, or series, uh, probably by like the end of this fiscal year, Mario Odyssey will be the highest selling 3D Mario game of all time. That's good. Yeah, because I, I believe I checked it earlier. I think Mario 64 is like 12 million and Galaxy's 11 or the other way around. Yeah. Either way, I think if Mario Odyssey gets the 13 million, it will be the highest selling 3D Mario of all time. Now, the one thing to add into that is are the sales for the Mario 64 game, including Virtual Console, because wouldn't that technically um, Virtual it's Console a very, the uh, version? Yeah, if you do factor into that, then it would be more. But if we're looking at just the N64 version, then okay. Odyssey will pass that very soon. Um, yeah. I know. I don't think Virtual Console added that much. The probably DS, ver- the DS version probably added a couple million. And, and Nintendo said in their report that they had 8 million, sh- million unit shipped games on the Switch already, uh, seven of which are from Nintendo. So that's basically every retail game Nintendo released last year, except for Pokken and Fire Emblem Warriors. That, and that, that includes, which includes Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 7.33 million. Good Lord. So it's about a, it's about a million shy of passing the original release of 8. Uh, Breath of the um, Wild. It, it, I, I guess. Well, let's 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 uh, do some other Mario Kart comparisons. Um, unlike 3D Mario, I think to pass Mario Kart Wii, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe would have to sell at this pace for five years. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart Wii, I think, did like 30, 40 million. It may have done I, more like sixty. Hang on, I, I've got the I I've mean, got okay, the top it, selling games list up here. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mario. So pulling up the Wii, Wii Sports, eighty million. Mario Kart Wii. Thirty-seven point oh two million. Okay. Which so honestly, yeah, I, I thought it was more, but still, that's ridiculous. If if Switch keeps up the pace, I think Deluxe could beat it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I also mean, if you think if if Switch is successful for another five years and like that Mario Kart game can like push like five plus a year. The only thing that's... that could kill it is if it starts to slow down, they might just. Yeah, new Mario Kart. A new Mario Kart might cannibalize the sales. Either way, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, that was a good call for a port. Mm. I'll say. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Just think about how much effort had to be put into it, and they just get this huge return. Yeah, it basically makes up for ARMS. (laughs) (laughs) Not that ARMS is bad, but like, you know, ARMS is is the Mario Kart, or like members of the Mario Kart team and ARMS, like they're, they're similar. So you think that like they made a brand new game in a port and they got like a cool like almost ten million from it? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Joe Munger in the chat room asks, "What third parties did a million? Uh, the only one we can pretty much lock in at this point is Mario and Rabbids came to battle. Although yeah. Capcom is says that Ultra Street Fighter Two was a smash hit, whatever that means for them. I don't think that's a million units. I don't think it was a smash hit. 
Yeah, I think I, I think, think, so. I think Mario and Rabbids. I would be baffled if Mario and Rabbids is not the other million selling game. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to guess. Yeah. Uh, Back to Nintendo sales here for a moment. Uh, Breath of the Wild, 6.7 million. So not quite the 100% that it had before. But if you include sales of the Wii U version, which they revealed at the in the strategy meeting at 1.5 million, Breath of the Wild's an 8 million seller already. I think that's into, what, Ocarina territory? Yeah. Um, I think Twilight Princess is the highest selling. Actually, that might be higher... Well, I have a question, Donald. Does do those sales for Breath of the Wild count Wii U as well, or is it just Switch? The the, the, the six point seven million is just Switch. Nintendo later said, like I said, that they had sold a million and a half copies of Breath of the Wild on Wii U. Okay. Um, I don't know if three D three D Zelda's have really regularly crossed ten million sales. The the only one I can think of that did was would be Twilight Princess because yeah. it had the two. The two console release. And, and it was on Wii. Yeah. yeah. It was the launch title for Wii, so. Uh, Splatoon 2, 4.9 million, which is about what the Wii, what Wii U version did. Jesus. And then, and then from there, 1 2 Switch, 1.88 million, Arms 1.6, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, 1.06 million units. Not bad for anime. Yeah, um, that's that's that's. I'm happy with that. That's cool. And I feel like that's a game they're going to keep promoting throughout the year due to the DLC. So, and it's still early. Yeah, because that, uh, that and that's basically a month. So shipping. If you if the Switch can consistently crank out million selling games in a month, then. I don't know. Platinum might have a new record on their hands when Bayonetta 1 and 2 come out. Uh, so looking at Nintendo's records, I don't think Twilight Princess on Wii... Uh, I think Twilight Princess on Wii was about 8 million or so um, yeah. at the most. So yeah, Breath of yeah. the Wild should be the highest selling 3D Mario of all time uh, in a number of Zelda. months. Zelda. Or 3D Zelda, yeah. Yeah, 3, 3D Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think at, at that point you have to wonder like when are they going to get into like beating the records of Zelda one, including virtual console sales, because yeah. I think that's probably the best selling Zelda game of all time if you include every re release it's ever had. Yeah. But yeah. damn. Yeah. And Z- I mean Xenoblade and... hitting a million. Have you ever heard what the sales for like the first Chronicles and X were? Um, I'm guessing like my... not a million. Uh, <laughs> Xenoblade. I know Xenoblade. T- Xenoblade One, they didn't really like, wasn't tracked in North America because of the whole GameStop yeah. exclusivity. I think, I think but a safe I, bet is Xenoblade One did not crack a million. Probably yeah, not. I, I don't even think it cracked half a million, honestly. Yeah, because it was really undershipped in North America. Xenoblade Two, I know its debut month was all, which was also early December in 2015. It did about a quarter million, and I think that probably hit a half to three quarters of a million life to date so xenoblade 2 is the best-selling xenoblade ever that's, already that's, that's ridiculous <laughs> like, don't forget about the new 3ds port which probably didn't do well because it's for new 3ds yeah yeah unless you're monster hunter or majora's mask you don't do well on new just being a new 3ds exclusive <laughs> um 
Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. All right, so I guess I guess Mario Tennis Aces will be the best-selling Mario sports game of all time. Um, Kirby Star Allies will be the best-selling Kirby of all time within nine months. Like, is this the world uh, that we're in? Where just everything Nintendo puts out is gold? Like, Bayonetta two, two million. Like, that's yeah. what it's done. I'm, which, yeah, that would probably like Platinum would probably be doing backflips at that point. Yeah. Uh, although they, although they did have near. Um, God, Fire Emblem Switch, three million. Do I hear four? I think five. <laughs> yeah, I mean fire. I mean, if you look at the the steady incline of a Fire Emblem doing well in America, I think Fire Emblem Switch could kill. Like, like I'm not I'm not surprised the Fire Emblem Warriors didn't crack a million because that will. They also put Fire Emblem Warriors out the week before Mario. Like, yeah, that was weird. That was that's dumb. It was dumb at the time, and it's dumber in retrospect. It makes no sense to me why they did that. It effectively killed that game. And Fire Emblem, even though it's gotten a larger following, I still think it's kind of a niche game in many ways. And then you put the Warriors thing on top of it, which is already like a niche thing and with an, with a niche game. I don't know. And the fact um, that they didn't include some popular characters from the Fire Emblem series. I'm looking at you, yeah. Ike, Roy. Yeah, Although, I to mean, be fair, Roy's been screwed since day one, so no big shot. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people associate the Smash Brothers Fire Emblem characters with the whole series, but when you go individual games, it's there's so many characters that they are barely a bleep on the radar for that series. Yeah. Um, in the chat, Cherry Goblin says Mario Tennis Aces could not be good, to which I will... Then This is something that I'll... I, I'm very much looking forward to Mario Tennis Aces, but I will point out that from what was shown in that trailer, that story mode is a story mode and not an RPG mode. Remember Mario Golf World Tour that also had a single-player story mode? This is probably what Mario Tennis Aces will have. Set your expectations accordingly. Um, I'm pretty neutral. Also, JCW said, but would those backflips lead into which time? Which made me laugh. (laughs) And Max... Max Maurer, Maurer, not as as it pertains to Fire Emblem, not as dumb as putting out Radiant Dawn the same day as Mario Galaxy. That's a good call. Wait, That's a good point. Wait, and they, someone also they did made, that. I think they did, or they were they were like a week apart, maybe. Oh um, God! So it, it's but, uh, a serious tradition at this point. Ten J- years apart. J- JCW also said, speaking of niche warriors games, when's Xeno Warriors? To which, yes, do it. Do it, do it. it except for except for yeah. combining Koei Tecmo with some of those outfits in Subway Chronicles Two is probably a recipe for M-rated disaster. <laughs> I, I just I I I just don't want them to get a hold of Lynn from Max. That could just, end very badly. I just Although I just want to see them do a story because like Xenoblade's story is ridiculous. They can do I whatever actually, they want with it. So so uh, spoiler. Uh, John Raritan and I are beginning to work on a Know Your Developers for Monolith Soft, which if anybody has been here for a while, like three years ago, John and I teamed up to do a video series on like Nintendo's EAD groups that no longer really exist. Um, but we're going to do one on Monolith Soft, and I've been doing some research, and like Takahashi and, and his wife, Soraya Saga, um, like they wrote that for Zeno Gears game, and they're just real into different types of philosophy. 
And playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, like, yep. Looking back on Xenoblade Chronicles 1, yep. And and that's kind of, I like those bonkers nonsense stories. And please put that in a in a Musou game. Please, please, please. I want Xeno Warrior so bad. I, I think that, I think, I think you've convinced me to make Xeno Warriors my F-Zero GTA. It's, I mean, it'd be good. Like, I think they have a good roster. You could throw in Cosmos. Um, the, uh, the whole style of the game fits so yeah like the blades like you could you could i mean i think maybe you do more of a focus on xenoblade chronicles 2 because i think that combat system could be merged with a musou game for a very unique style i like i'm this started as a joke but the more i think about it i think this game could be awesome so xeno warriors let's do it it's always ryan time yeah <laughs> Although now I just now I just want the uh, Omega Force to make Nintendo Musou All Stars. Like that, that, that would also be acceptable. Did. Yeah. That way you could have like you could have a team of like Fox, Captain Falcon, Shulk, Samus, go to town. Yeah. But the um, Cherry Goblin earlier mentioned that uh, Mario Kart Seven is now the best selling 3DS game. Like that, amazing! Oh, that's still what? selling. What's the total up to? Uh, I want to say it's 16.8, but let me just double check it here. Nintendo 3DS top selling title. I'm surprised it's not a Pokemon game, but yeah, 16.76 million for Mario Kart 7. That's 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 awesome. Um, and Matt Max Moer uh, did say uh, Radiant Dawn and Galaxy were a week apart. So yeah, yeah, okay. it's exactly like Odyssey and Fire Emblem Warriors. It's a good joke, Nintendo. <laughs> um so yeah so the 3ds in in the, for the third quarter 3.3 3 million units i'm kind of disappointed nintendo didn't stuff another 10,000 2 ds xls out there because they're at 71.99 million units <laughs> i mean that's the the 3ds is still going like maybe not going strong but the 3ds is still going and <laughs> As Nintendo said in their strategy meeting, and I think it is the kind of thing where I mean it could be it could be lip service to the shareholders and stuff, but I do think that the 3DS is it does reach a different market than Switch does at least for right now until Switch can be a Switch at three hundred dollars kind of takes it out of the running of of certain demographics like like 3DS it. yeah I mean 3DS is a range of what what's the range on 3DS like. 80 to 200 dollars or something like that is that I, what i think i mean i, I think some of those aren't on the market need, anymore but yeah but like mo most of what you see now for th for the 3ds family are the 2ds's which are either 80 or 150 yeah which like that's i mean that's it. like i i had a bunch of uh co-workers at the day job that were getting 2ds excels or 3ds's for for like their six or eight year olds like that's, I mean, that's still a thing. And like, they might have a, a switch in the house, but the switch in the house is the family switch, not the, not the, the individual personal 3DS or 2DS, which I, I, I think that. So, so I think from the strategy meeting, there's a couple things to note. One, I don't think the 3DS is going away in 2018. It's not going to get a lot of games. I mean, I still think most of its, most of its 2018 lineup are going to be Atlas RPGs. Um, and a couple um, token Nintendo I, games. 
I'm looking at the I'm looking at the release list that that they put out here uh, for the for North America, which they call the United States. The 3DS list consists of Kirby, which is already out. Yeah, Detective Pikachu, Sushi yeah. Striker. Oh yeah, Alliance <laughs> Alive, Alliance Alive, and Radiant Historia, which <laughs> will all be up. Which, except for Sushi Striker, which is still 2018, whatever date that becomes, yeah, are all out by the end of the quarter. So they're like, only looking at this fiscal year. So so look forward to more games like Sushi Striker coming out, where it's basically Nintendo is just like, yo, Indie Zero, you want to make a game? We'll give you a little budget. We'll put it out in stores. It'll be real cool. Well, yeah, I mean, this um, I've been talking about this for months on this show also, that this is exactly how I viewed the 3DS since the Switch came out, and I'm glad to hear Nintendo say that. So Because some people have come at me like, oh, that's not true. It's just replacing it. I'm like, no, it can't. It's $300. But, yeah. Uh, like I said before, Nintendo could also just keep adding more Nintendo selects to the line to go with that whole budget theme yeah. system. So they don't need to keep coming out with new games. Some new games, sure, but if you keep making games cheaper that have this huge sales potential, like we've seen with some of these, it's good enough to hold 3DS over throughout the year. Hmm. I I don't I mean, think there's a single internal team at Nintendo that's doing 3DS games at this point. But they've got enough yeah. partners that they can get a few first-party titles out this year. Like, yeah. what's yeah. Gretzo doing after River Oasis? Uh, maybe uh, Switch Zelda game. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, like that—that is—that is true. Like, I don't think we're going to be seeing like EPD Tokyo's making a 3DS game. Like, no, no, that's not going to happen. Um, it'd be cool if it did. I wouldn't turn it down. Not going to kick them out of bed for eating crackers if they want to make a 3DS game. Retro's um, new game, 3DS. <laughs> that'd be incredible. It's a port of Tropical Freeze, now with even funkier mode. But the thing is that the 3DS is a library. The 3DS is a killer library, just in general. If you're looking at the fact that it can play DS games, uh, the downloadable games, there's a wealth of good eShop games. Uh, it's got a good virtual console selection. Like the, the 3DS is a great system. And with that comes the fact that there's a lot of things there that are evergreen. And I think that much like so, so Nintendo in their strategy meeting talked about how the, you know, kind of the games of games as a service mentality, which isn't like loot boxes and charging for microtransactions and stuff. No, the way that Nintendo's doing that is is in plain terms what they're doing on Switch. So you have the expansion pass for Xenoblade. For Fire Emblem Warriors, for Zelda, you have the the post-launch content, the free content, like in Splatoon Two and in Arms, and I guess potentially in Mario. Um, that yeah, that, I don't know if there's future Mario DLC that you'll have to pay for, but right now there's a free update coming coming next month. Um, you have all that stuff, and then on 3DS, how you do that games as a service thing because you, I mean, the infrastructure is not there to do that kind of heavy online stuff. It just keep on repackaging these games like as Nintendo selects. That's how you keep that that system still kicking. It's just reminding people that like, hey, there's a lot of cool games here. Here's it in a new box. Like that's yeah, that's not gonna sell, you know, millions upon millions of units, but that's gonna make the three DS a worthwhile venture. Did you say new box? Yeah, new box. Yeah, I know. Justin's getting them. Um, I'm not, I'm not but, getting them. But like, but like, that's the thing is that like, you can do a Detective Pikachu once a quarter, and put out a new variant system, and like that you're fine. 
like you can do you know i think i remember hearing some murmur like i mean maybe they'll do more fire emblem echoes games or something and if they do that you know you put that out that's your 3ds game for the quarter you don't although need it. I, I think intelligent Systems said they were i think that uh shadows of valentia was the last fire emblem game they were doing for 3ds so that might even okay. might not even be on the table at this point yeah because they've got that. Don't forget, they've got a Switch Fire on them that they're probably going great but guns on. But they have two for this teams. Year. They have two teams. There's already five Fire I, Emblems on 3DS. Do we need a six? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We need. We need um, I, I I think we will see Fire Emblem Echoes again, but I don't think it's on. I don't think it's on 3DS, and I don't think it's this year. I'd say next year on Switch. I think it'll be on 3DS later this year. You looking forward to Fire Emblem Echoes Heroes in twenty years, Donald? <laughs> um, if they make it so that I don't have, so that there's no gotcha elements, then hey, I, I'd be all for that. Although, although really, I just want them to do genealogy with the Thracia DLC, so I can actually play, know where the hell Reinhardt came from. That's that's. I mean, that's what I'd want out of an, another Echoes would be genealogy of the Holy War. But. And. JCW again. The only game they could release now that would make me dust off my 3DS is Kid Icarus Uprising 2. I, as, as cool as that would be, I don't think it's on the table right now. Um, I can say that there's a game that would make me dust off my 3DS right now, and that's Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology, uh, which I'm in the process of reviewing. My re- full review will be up on Monday. I can say right now that I'm playing the game and that uh, so far, uh, as of Chapter 1, it's just as good as the DS version. I can speak basically nothing about any of the new content. Uh, there's voice acting for a lot of the characters now. It's okay. Um, like the character arts cleaned up. Radiant History is an awesome RPG. Like I'll uh, I'll save my thoughts on the new content. I'm, I'm still not finished the game yet, so I can't speak fully to that, even if I could um, within the terms of the embargo. Um, but like if you never played Radiant Historia, just just play Radiant Historia. I don't really care how. Um, if you want to know more about the 3DS version, tune into NintendoReport.com next Monday. I think in the morning. And that, yeah, and that's and for what it's worth, Radiant Historia was my twenty was my game of the year in 2011. So that, yeah, I'm, it's probably what there, there are very yeah there are very few RPGs that work well with time travel, which. Actually, there's two: Radiant Historia and Chrono Trigger. Yeah, and like, do let the fact that we said Radiant Historia and Chrono Trigger in the same words speak to Radiant Historia's quality. Um, but yeah, I I I am excited to talk more about this game. And uh, uh, Casey Gibson also has a code; he'll have something up on the embargo uh, from the perspective of someone who didn't play it on DS and me, Casey and David Lloyd, uh, as part of a new segment on the other Nintendo world report podcast connectivity, uh, we'll be doing a deep dive on Radiant Historia. I think that, that we're going to record that episode in a couple weeks and it'll probably go up in March. So yeah, ghost trick, ghost trick is awesome, but I don't think I'd really call it an RPG, but that is an awesome game. Yeah. JC the only game. Ghost Trick. Yeah. And I, I have to shout Ghost Trick when people say Ghost Trick. Yeah, so 
Uh, just one other one other bit of 3ds news here before we uh before we start winding down uh pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon 7.1 million which actually 7.17 million which at its current pace assuming it holds which it'll be the pokemon game of record for probably a year so i don't see why it wouldn't would be the best-selling third version of pokemon since yellow damn so yeah, see, even even in its even in its twilight years, the 3DS can still kill it in software. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. I wonder if that system's going to get up to 80 mil. I think it can get up to 80 mil. Uh, I think I think if there if there's sufficient the price dropping other... around Christmas. But yeah, yeah. Justin, you were saying something. I don't even remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's getting, it's getting late. late. Yeah, it's getting late. I'm tired, but yeah. you know, I love being here with you guys. <laughs> I, I I will say as well, I'm, based on Neil's incredibly glowing review of Celeste, I did pick it up over the weekend. Um, I think I'm going to need to run for the assist a little more than I thought I would, a little earlier than I thought I would, like chapter two. But I love how unabashedly Canadian this game is, and I love the art style. <laughs> uh, the one thing. Yeah, it, it is very Canadian. Like the fact that they just have Canadian flags all over the place. I think the uh, developers from Vancouver. Um, okay, but yeah, I, 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 work, I, I work with Vancouver a lot, so I sincerely love. Um, I sincerely love Celeste. It's a superb, magnificent game. I am proud to say I didn't use any of the assist stuff until the post game. Oh and, man. Um yeah, no, like it 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 was hell. Um, but I got to the point where I was like, I could use the assist stuff, but I was like, all right, now I'm gonna try to beat the game without the assist stuff. And I beat the game without the assist stuff, and then I might have abused the assist stuff near the end because I was because I took so long trying to just beat the game without using the assist stuff. Um I was getting close to the embargo. I'm like, oh, I should, should see some of the end game content. Um Although I tried not to rely on it too heavily. I just basically, like, when I got stuck in a room, I'd just be like, all right, let's just bounce out of here. Um, but I I need to go back to that game at some point. I would like to 100% it. I think it's glorious. Um, if there's not a lot of news next week, I propose we just talk about games. Because looking at, like, um, tomorrow, Crypt of the Necrodancer comes out. That game looks awesome. Night in the Woods came, comes out. That game looks great. Um, Sorry, I had to pop the shirt there because there is there is Danganronpa content in the Switch version of Crypt of the Necrodancer. Really? Yep, they did now include I that stuff. More. I want it even because, more. Because yeah, the, the I, I I haven't seen it myself, but I've but from what I know of the soundtracks for the Danganronpa games, damn fine music to to Roguelike too. But yeah, Night in the Woods tomorrow. SteamWorld Dig, we have a review up on the site now for the Switch version from Zach, who sadly could not be with us tonight. And we unfortunately, we got a little bit of a delay on Super Baseball 2020. That'll be next week. Okay, all right. But, that gives me a week to catch up. Um, I am also reviewing Dandara, uh, which I don't think I can say anything yet, but that's out next week. Mercenary Kings is also coming to Switch next week. We also have Aegis Defenders, which looks pretty neat. Um, uh, Atomic Run Gun Jump Gun, I think looks cool. Uh, uh, and I think in I'm I've got a game cooking here that I'll have a review up for on Tuesday. The longest five minutes. No, it yeah. is not an RFN one hundred and three reference. 
Ah, and then and then the week after that, we got Owlboy, we got the Fallen Bound. Like, it's it's hopping. Oh, oh, so maybe 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 we got uh, we can just talk about games next week. Yeah, Dragon Quest Builders is next week. Bayonetta is in two weeks. Yeah, it's a good this time. Is the, man. This is the winter of too many games. It's yep. the winter of too much Xenoblade for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, once I finish Xenoblade, I'm probably gonna hit up a bunch of indie games just because you should get the list. This is gonna be the first one I get. Trust me, because I'm really yeah. excited to play that game. But yeah, once I finish Xenoblade, I'm gonna probably play indie games for probably most of the first half of this year because I'm not a Bayonetta fan. I'm not a Dragon Quest fan. I'll play Kirby, but I'm not expecting that to take that long. So I'll have time. Yeah. And after a long after a long RPG like that, I find I need some I need some chasers. You need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I needed something like that after beat Persona Five last year. <laughs> You're like, all right, come over here. I gotta I gotta smoke this indie game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta chill. I, I should have smoked Cosmic Star Heroin in retrospect because unfortunately <laughs> that doesn't seem I don't know what's going on with why Robert they will not return Robert Boyd's calls, but I, I will might, get I will get to that isn't it? at some point. Yeah. Like it's going through a pub through another publisher according to what he what he told US Gamer. So right. I I want that game that's to the switch. <laughs> yes, people need to play that game. Yeah. Alright. All right. I think we need but, to end this. We're tired. Yeah. yeah. We're tired. I've been up since about four o'clock this morning. Uh, so patreon.com slash NWR support the site that supports the show. That's a, that keep that keeps us roll if with an excuse to play every single game that's coming out on Switch. Oh god, please help. Uh NintendoWorldReport.com of course is the mothership. You can find all of the reviews there. We'll have stuff this we have stuff this week for, like I said, Steam World Dig from Zach. And then next week, there'll be a double header with me and Neil taking taking on a 3DS and a Switch RPG, respectively. Uh, you want to bug us on Twitter? Neil is at Enron10. Uh, Justin is King Nintendo fan. I am at Donald Mick. And that is the show. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, everybody.